welcome back to Cottonmouth Manchester, the podcast brought to you by Cityco, the city centre management company for Manchester and Salford, and to our series Life in a Time of Coronavirus. We're doing a series of interviews with people affected by the coronavirus in the city centre, looking both at businesses that have closed, but also those having closed that are having to think about survival and new ways of doing things. Many of those are going to be in the cultural sector. And today we're talking to one of our regular guests. I think he's probably been on more times than anybody else. Dave Mutry, the director of Home, which closed just under two weeks ago now. Okay, thanks for joining us, Dave. Um, so to start at the obvious, um, what have the last three weeks been like for you and for Home? Um, like everybody else, incredibly challenging. Um, going from having a, a run of a really successful piece of music theatre um, uh, to being closed in three days. Um, we, 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 we finished um, uh, Insane Animals, the musical, on, a, on a Saturday night, and by the end of Monday, we were closing um, to the public. And... Uh, everything that followed from that a week later the building was completely uh, closed down and everybody working at home remotely so it's been very challenging it's the sort of thing that uh, you know, I've never experienced before uh, I don't think many people have um, but it's also been it's very life-affirming in many senses and uh, uh, as well in uh, the response of, of people to to the challenge and to wanting to work with each other to make things work has been um, uh, a, a great thing, and it's sort of that's the sort of thing that provides you the encouragement to keep going, moving on. Um, the response of our our audiences, for example, when we were contacting them about uh, refunds on tickets, the numbers of people who converted those refunds into donations to help us to be able to support artists in the community through uh, commissions, etc., it's just quite staggering. Um, and the things that people were saying about what they get for us, and it's not just home to experience that. I know that colleagues in other cultural organisations in the city have had exactly the same. Um, was that something so, you were asking for after a while, or was that something people were volunteering? Um, people volunteered in the initial uh, instance, and then we, we, we started asking, um, uh, to just ask people to consider it. And... Uh, it, 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 as much as anything, because our sector relies enormously on uh, freelance and self-employed artists, uh, uh, creatives, technicians, etc. And uh, many of them, it was just like a cliff edge straight away. There, no, no money, um, and so we wanted to get some commissions out in the market for, for uh, out into the, the ether for people who we'd ordinarily be working with. So. Uh, and we were looking to way of financing that that, that that was it. And in terms of your own staffing, um, you got a large number of people on furlough, presumably. What, what's your core staff like now? Um, we're bound down to, I think it's 27 from 180. Uh, um, obviously, a lot of part-time staff there. Um, uh, so the, the, uh, all, all the balance have been, been furloughed um, and uh, the rest of the team are working trying to get our head around what an exit strategy might be. Um, but it's a bit early for plan, trying to plan that at the moment. As, so as of 8th of, 8th of April, um, presumably you've, you've cancelled a number of shows and yeah. there's nothing being released in the cinema anyway, is there? But um, no. so, so when are you sort of looking at, in the best of all possible worlds, bringing things back together? Because presumably, I mean, theatre shows, don't you can't just 
say you're opening and then tomorrow you've got a theatre show on, can you? No, we can't. I mean, we've, we, we've, um, uh, we've cancelled everything through till the end of June uh, on the basis that we might be, we might get back into the building uh, in, in June. But um, like many complicated buildings, you can't just switch it back on. I mean, switching it off is quite complicated. Switching it back on again is equally complicated. <laughs> um, we, we, our people might remember we opened our building in, in May 2015. So it's five years since we opened the building this year. Um, so all of our annual inspections happened in April because that's when we received the building. So we've got loads of insurance checks that all need to be done before we can actually let anybody in the building. Um, they're all backing up, assuming that we can get inspectors to do them in the time. So that, that's a bit of a planning nightmare for us. Um, but we have got some stuff in the programme in, in August. Uh, the visiting works slightly easier. We've got a, a number of one-nighters with uh, 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 writers, comedians, musicians coming through um so they're, they're still in the diary and, and will be until government guidance uh, uh changes or whatever um and we're just trying to plan for the autumn to see what we can reasonably do and what we can make and, and it's uh, we'd, opening opening shows that we've made in september is becoming less and less likely uh, uh, it's more likely to be touring works in the diary just simply because of the running that you need in terms of design rehearsal uh, all of those sort of things. Would you be able to, say, open the bar and the cinemas and, and keep the theatres dark? And would that actually save you any money when, you, when you're doing that and sort of working your way back into um, it? It would, because certainly home forms a bit of a function where people come to hang out and talk to each other and, uh, and it's sort of a so, very, very important social space. And as soon as we can do that, we will do it. We'll be open um, to let people in. It all depends on what the social distancing uh, advice is going to be as to whether we can open. So we'll be much the same as many other restaurants and bars. Um, the cinema programme, we can we can switch on quite quickly because um, we were just... Uh, uh, when we were one week into the Viva Spanish and Latin American Film Festival, so we still got two and a half weeks worth of good program for that. Um, that's that's sat on our servers that we can screen. So we'd probably just uh, start with them. Um, so where where were we before we got so rudely? Is that, is that like the BBC that they showed the same cartoon? at the end of the Second World War that they'd closed down with at the beginning of the First World War, which was a Mickey Mouse cartoon, I think. <laughs> well, I, I, did, I didn't know that, but uh, that's, that, that's a, yeah, it's that sort of thing. Um, so we, we, we can get on with that. And, and there's actually, there, although nobody's making any films at the moment um, and there's not much on distribution, there are a number of things which there's sort of inventory sat there from the end of uh, uh, when we were screening that we could, we could get straight on screen with. But again, it all depends on what social distancing uh, recommendations are and, and, and what difference that's going to make to... It's going to make a huge difference, obviously, to what we can do and who we can let in. And it's, it's interesting, isn't it? Because you, you get the feeling that there'll be that demand for that third space and, and, and going back and having that human contact after all the social isolation. But actually, that may be one of the last things that people are allowed to do. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it will be. Um, uh, that, 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 uh, and certainly, if you look at what's happening in other places, like Wuhan, for example, uh, uh, it, it, it's, it, it's not, uh, hey, it's all over, let's get on with it scenario. It's a gradual easing of, of, of restrictions to open up. I mean, ultimately, most of this is going to come down to where the science is with, um, with testing and with a vaccine, and that's going to influence the. Uh, I would suspect it's going to influence the government strategy and when things can happen. 
Um, so talk to me a bit about the, the finances. I mean, are, are you okay? Are you going to be okay as an organisation, assuming you're not closed for a year, year and a half? Um, year, year and a half starts to become a bit more problematic. Um, uh, we're, uh, we think we're okay for the next uh, uh, 12 months um, because we've got, we've got reserves. Um, it, it will be challenging. Um, it will be very challenging, um, but but we we're not going to disappear now. Um, but uh, uh, that re- that's going to rely on the goodwill of our uh, uh, funding partners like Arts Council England, Manchester City Council, the Combined Authority, and I've got uh, th- they've all been brilliant so far. To be perfectly honest, so I'm not I'm not overly worried about that. But um, at the end of the day, public bodies can't give you money that they haven't got, and we don't know what the situation is going to be for them. So, you know, we know there's going to be uh, a, a huge recession of some description after this. Uh, it's, it's inevitable. And that will have an impact on those those organisations that distribute funds. So we, we just need to see what comes out of the, that, uh, out the wash. So what are you doing at the moment in terms of staying in touch with your community? And you're still selling memberships because I saw my beloved deputy took out her home membership yesterday and tweeted about it. Um, so what are you doing to stay in touch? And you're doing something with BFI as well? And, yeah. Um, so, so the number of things we do, we've got a, um, a, a group of commissions out at the moment for uh, um, a, with quarantined artists called Homemakers. So we're working with a, a, a number of individual artists. So we're making work at home and we'll be distributing that online. Um, we've um, uh, the uh, BFI have made their, uh, the BFI player available um, to our members uh, at a special rate. We're also working with Mubi, an online channel. Mm-hmm. In fact, actually, we, we released a film, uh, part of our artist's film work, uh, that was released last week on Mubi for the first time uh, called Whaleborn Box by an artist called Andrew Cotting. And... Um, that had uh, a significant number of. Um, I'm not. I'm not allowed to say for commercial reasons what, but it was. It, it actually had um, a really good response online. Uh, it was filmed of the week on the Guardian and um, and also on on Radio Four. So um, there's a number of things like that that we're doing. We're, we're in regular contact with our patrons uh, about things that we're doing. We've got more stuff in the pipeline. But the other thing is that what 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 what, what again. Is, is is very life affirming is that the cultural sector is coming together. So, the, the the Lowry are leading our project at the moment about how we can all uh, work together to advise individual artists, etc. There's a scheme work they're working on there, and that'll be uh, be more details about that coming up in the not so distant future. Um, Manchester International Festival have been doing regular phone-ins for artists, uh, zoom-ins for artists. See, I'm talking old money here, phoning. Nobody, nobody is phoning anymore. It's all Zoom, isn't it? Um, so they do, uh, and, and they do drop-ins for artists over Zoom and uh, providing help and advice, uh, particularly as people try to access the New Arts Council support for individual artists and small organisations. So there's a lot of that going on, uh, uh, on, on under the radar, people trying to work in a connected way to make sure that we keep in touch with our audiences and, 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 and help them cope with the whole business of being locked down um, in, in whatever way we can. It's about playing our role in the wider society. I guess I mean, this conversation we're having with um, Esme Ward at Manchester Museum is um, I guess one of the positives that we need to take on the other side is some of those things that you're doing to stay in touch with the audiences are actually giving new ideas and, and new possibilities for how you can continue to do that in the future. And you, yeah. you have to look on those things as their opportunities as well as 
um, desperate measures occasionally. Very definitely. I mean, I think that that, that um, I, it, it, it's too early to say what the uh, what ultimately. Uh, what, what things are like when we come at the end of this, but it is clear that it, it's not going to be the same as it was, it was when we went into it. And um, there are lots of things we've rediscovered about ourselves as human beings and the way in which we like to uh, uh, interrelate with each other that I think are going to impact on society. Um, and and uh, as, as cultural institutions, we need to be thinking about that and, uh, and, and reflecting on that and being part of that conversation. So, so, so you know, the, there is... That, uh, there is that. The, the, the other thing is that um, that um, climate change isn't going away, mm. and we've actually we've seen massive behavioural change in our society on the back of the COVID uh, lockdown, and some of those are behaviours are behaviours that we need if we're going to tackle uh, climate change. You know, so the working at home thing, for example. Um, so I think that. Um, uh, that, that we, as, we, as we start to get to uh, get, get back to whatever the new normal is, um, dealing with some of the things around climate change are going to be part of that narrative because you know, we still need to be reducing our carbon footprint by 50% by 2050. Uh, sorry, 2025 in Manchester, 50% by 2025 in Manchester. Um, and in order to do that, we need to do some of the things we're doing now. Um, so um, uh, that's also going to be a set of interesting conversations as we start to progress towards uh, an exit strategy. So presumably people can keep up to date with new schemes, new ideas, whatever, uh, on the home website. On the home website, there's lots of information there. Um, and, but, but, you know, there's the, uh, all of the cultural websites in Manchester, there's a lot of interesting stuff there. And, uh, and Marketing Manchester have got a useful site as well about um, uh, Manchester's missing you so there's some there's some good stuff to keep in touch with there um International Festival have just relaunched their digital channel um there's good stuff there uh it's it's interesting to to catalogue the people that are doing quite well at the moment and I think I think web designers and digital strategists (laughs) are doing doing pretty well so IT support anybody that's an expert in remote access is doing excellently at the moment so yeah yeah thank you thank you for that Dave